Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Elizabeth Reese. I'm Marjorie Punnett. And this is Best to the Nest, the podcast that's all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. Marjorie, on the heels of our wildly popular minimalism episode with your (laughs) handsome, charming, and delightful son, Campbell, we have an episode that if you listened to last week, you are going to be so pumped about this sort of continuation. And I'm convinced that this is how the universe and particularly best to the nest works that like our conversations just organically flow into the next one. And that's exactly how our guest today sort of fell into our laps. It's a very exciting day, Marjorie. Isn't that always how it is though with good friendships? Mm-hmm. This conversation just flows organically. One conversation makes sense to the next one. And I think that's how both of us like to look at best of the nest. It's a conversation between you and I, but the universe is conversing with us as well and sends us all these little gifts. So it's a beautiful it is, thing. It's so true. I kid you not. As I was on my way upstairs today to record, you know, slowly but surely, because I am on crutches still. In case you were wondering, ankle still broken. It is healing. Oh, Turns out <laughs> when they say to you, you're going to go to the surgeon and he's going to give you hopefully the go ahead to walk again. It doesn't really mean that you start actually walking. No. It means like, hey, just put a little weight on it and give it a shot. And maybe you'll really be walking in like six freaking weeks. That's where I'm at right now. I was highly naive about my re-entry into the walking world this week. Well, I will tell you that when this all happened, because my husband had been through something similar, not as bad as yours. You did it A plus, A plus, darling. Oh, I don't know. But- when you were talking about, I was really proud of you when you're like, you know, they say I can't go back to work for six weeks. And I was super proud of you because I was like, good, good, good. She's going to listen. And then when you were thinking that reentry was going to be fast, I don't ever think it's my job <laughs> to tell you how much your life is going to suck. <laughs> so I just want to keep my mouth shut. Let the surgeon tell you it's a slow, slow. No. And, the, and the thing about it is, is you don't have a choice. No. Because if you don't do it slowly, you just set your be- yourself back. Five more weeks. I mean, you make it so much of, worse. You make it so much worse. And yeah. you're smart. You are most of the time patient. Mm. You will get through this, but it is, it is very hard. I just had a friend whose daughter, it's like the universe is attacking feet everywhere. <laughs> she know. was in Hawaii and had an accident and, and destroyed her heel. Jeez. And they had to fly her back to the United States, you know, to the, to the mainland, the continental, to the mainland yeah. to get surgery. But it's like, this is the third person. It's crazy. Yeah, It is so, just crazy. Nice well, as I hobbled up the stairs, my husband said, we got to do a spring clean in this okay. house. And I said, yeah, I think you're right. I love a spring clean. And our guest today is perfect for this because we're talking about clean swaps. And um, so we're going to meet a woman named Laura. 
And Laura, my sister has been telling me about Laura for like, I don't know, two years. And she's like, you've got to go to this store. You have to go to this store in Stillwater. You have to meet my friend, Laura. I'm just obsessed with her. I love the store. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're going to love everything about her. And, um, and finally now we are conversing. So Laura Pulisic is the founder of Toxie Free. And it's just such a cool shop in Stillwater, which, you know, I'm practically an honorary Stillwater resident. <laughs> Happened to pay overpriced Minneapolis taxes, but whatever. Um, and Laura has this store and it's such an interesting personal journey for her as to why she started making clean swaps and taking things that sort of we all look at as mainstream because they're on every store shelf everywhere. They're in many, many Americans' homes. And how she had this realization that they were contributing to her being sick and what she, this sort of rabbit hole that she went down to feel better and how her mission in life is to help other people feel better too. So Marjorie, are you pumped for Laura? I am very pumped because this has been a passionate issue for me since the 90s mm-hmm. when my son Campbell, who was on the podcast last week, was diagnosed with asthma. He had really bad baby asthma from the time he was, oh my gosh, a year and change. So scary. Um, so he was on a nebulizer. He mm-hmm. was on everything. So it goes back to me, I agree, with stuff. So Laura, I, this is a big deal for me. I'm Laura, so happy to meet you. Welcome from Toxie Free. Here she is. Hi, Laura. Thank you. What a <laughs> privilege to be here with both of you. My oh, it's so nice to see you. We love having you here. Okay. So Laura, let's talk about your, um, your journey and your path into she's, she, look, she's knocking things over. This is very funny. If you guys could see the podcast, she's, I'm so and then she's totally in stealth mode, replugging in her headphones. I love this. If you're like flailing and a little bit of like, you know, knocking things, then you're really in good company with us because that's how we operate. Um, so Laura, let's go back to, your, you know, kind of aha moment that things in the environment, things maybe that you were consuming, things that you were surrounding yourself with were not contributing to you having great health? Uh, It did start for me when I was young Mm -hmm. girl. I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis at in junior high and was just told that I would have to take this medication for the rest of my life. And then My mom, who's a biologist, explained the biology. Well, your thyroid doesn't produce, um, you know, metabolism, which controls your weight. And I'm like, what? And so food just was always really stressful for me. But Mm -hmm. that's really all the information I had to navigate life. So a few, so most of my life was stressful around food and what to eat and but I just did what everyone else, you know, pushed my, um, what are those called now? I haven't been to a grocery store. Your grocery so cart? <laughs> the shopping cart. Yeah. And I just, oh you know, my God. I love my... that. <laughs> you are amazing. What do you put your groceries in at a grocery store? Cause I haven't been to a grocery <laughs> store in 15 years. You are hilarious. That is oh, amazing. I'm so embarrassed. Oh my God. Don't be no. embarrassed. But okay. so when you, when you were, diagnosed with that what were the symptoms that were manifesting themselves in your body that you were even brought to the doctor in the first place yeah no it was it was so innocent it was I was required in junior high to get the junior high physical Mm -hmm. and my family doctor they they just have to check your neck and he felt an enlargement 
Okay. So none of us, it was a complete surprise to everyone. So you get this diagnosis, but then you, Mm -hmm. you think that it's normal, which I I mean, I think a lot of people think this is normal (laughs) to constantly be hungry, craving sugar, like thinking about Mm -hmm. food. And, and I would assume, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would assume that you were thinking, I just have bad willpower. Like I have, I'm like not a good willpower person. Totally. I never made the connection to anything except me that it was my fault. Like when I was got this and I was real concerned, you know, junior high, I got to fit in my Gloria Vanderbilt. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, girl. <laughs> um, but I would ride my bike to a health food store. On my own. Yeah. And use my babysitting money because I thought anything I buy in there will be healthy and this will help me, you know, fit into the jeans, look, look like everyone else fit in the jeans and just always struggled with my weight. And, um, I just, you know, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. So what was the turning point? So it was, I don't know, I think the universe knocked me on the head, really. And I just, I was like, it has to be easier. This is a biological human need, you know, that we're all born with, we have to eat. Like, why is it so stressful? Why is it so hard? Like, it should be easier than this. And so I just, I started reading everything I could. And then I, what I took away was that I would always feel hungry until my body got the nutrients it needed. And so then I started looking for nutrient dense food Mm -hmm. and just, I really had to just like change the way my brain thought about everything, like the food, the nutrients, what the purpose of food was. Um, You know, I remember reading this book called the end of overeating. That was a few years into it. I wish I would have read it earlier because it talks about the food scientists creating the products to reach this bliss point. So it definitely is our mind taking over. It's the same dopamine that's, you know, the anticipation of the food. So I would find myself like this story is so embarrassing, but there's, I li- we've shared so many embarrassing <laughs> yeah, things don't here. Don't worry about that. Don't you worry about that. I lived in Austin, Texas for a year and it's just, it's beautiful city, but it's very, that they've not been able to figure out the traffic. Mm-hmm. So getting on the highway is like LA. You just are making Ugh. a two or three hour commitment. Ugh. So I, there was this, a uh, a shop, like a, grocery store kind of like Byerly's or Kowalski's but it was in Austin and they made this carrot cake that had (laughs) you know the cream cheese frosting but then they would add the sugar frosting like in the writing so you would get this double like sugar (laughs) frosting on top of cream cheese frosting carrot cake yeah girl (laughs) I I could not stop thinking about it I actually got in the car and I knew it was going to be like a two-hour drive so I get there I have a line in the bakery I wait in line and I ask them to write happy birthday Laura in the sugar (laughs) frosting but it's not my birthday no it's just to justify the cake 
yes, and I don't want to eat this cake. I know that it, I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to be, I don't <laughs> want to eat it. But I did all of those, like, I was hijacked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to that though. I mean, that's how I was for a long time with Reese's peanut butter cups. Like if they were in yeah. the house, I would think about them and then I would eat them yeah. just so I didn't have to think about them anymore because yeah, I was, exactly. I couldn't have them in the house. I, I, it was ridiculous. Yes. yes. Yeah, I and get that. I feel like it's a total miracle for me that is something flipped in my mind after reading all that and change that it's not food, like there's no purpose for that for me. And that's why I just, I'm like, Oh my gosh, we found each other because what happened then is when I gave my body what it needed, I nourishing nutrient dense food, I soared. So I, (sighs) you know, that my nest prepared me to fly and I flew and I couldn't, I just, I had to share it with everyone oh, and man, it, it became so important to me that nutrient dense food. And so I didn't want to mess those nutrients up because it was so hard to find. And I appreciated what these farmers are doing with their soil. And like, it just became so precious because it gave me so much. I can like concentrate for hours. You know, I have so it, my life is completely different. So well, then Oh, I was just going to say, this is a yeah. teacher. No, 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 no. As a teacher, though, now you realize what a disservice we do to our children when they live on food that isn't actually fueling them. And, you know, we wonder why kids can't sit still or why there's a, you know, there's childhood obesity. Why all of those issues? Well, if you're not paying attention and making sure that the kids have nutrient-dense food, that they're actually mm-hmm. getting the things that they need, they they go to school at a deficit and it's heartbreaking because you think about not being able to soar as a five-year-old, you're fidgety, you can't focus and you don't, you don't know why. No. And I think that's, we've talked a lot about nutrition on this podcast because it's a passion of Elizabeth's and sort of by default, it was mine with my children. My, my passion for nutrient dense food came out of laziness purely is I would put raw fruits, vegetables, things that the kids needed in a blender. And I would make them drink a smoothie a day. So I knew I was covered. Like I knew they had everything they needed. So it came from laziness. It wasn't from knowledge, but I'm grateful that I I made it that far. I think there's so much more knowledge out there for parents, which is so important, but I'm glad you found it. That's amazing. So Laura, I want to ask you about those nutrient dense foods though, because like Marjorie just described the smoothie. I mean, when you think about the most nutrient dense foods, and the things that you're going to like, she's going to say a number, a letter that, a word that starts I with know, L. I know. I just know. wait for it. She's going to say it. I know <laughs> she's going to, because I know she and my sister are BFF. So I know exactly what they <laughs> love. Um, the most nutrient dense foods, the foods that you think are just total game changers in terms of giving your body exactly what it's craving and what it needs to succeed. What are you going to list? Without a doubt ounce for ounce for the money liver 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 yeah yeah Yeah. it is a superfood just um dr mark hyman just the other day on instagram was saying you put liver you look at those biological you know nutrient like Mm -hmm. what humans need and liver looks like 
it is the most nutrient dense food on the planet. And you put the highest, you know, broccoli, nutrient dense broccoli, and it looks like it's weak second cousin. You know, there's just no comparison. And, you know, what I found with me is I can talk to the farmers of the, the animals, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so I really know about the soil and that's the part with the grocery store. Like all I have is organic, you know, an organic broccoli or organic lettuce. Like I don't know about their soil and what the surrounding soil and where their farm even is. And I mean, when you grow it in your backyard, that's different because you can control all of those. Like, is it an organic seed where Mm -hmm. that plant started? Is your soil or, you know, so um, I'm just so grateful to farmers. And I remember reading early on liver, 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 liver. And they talked about, you know, if, if this is a financial thing, definitely put your money into liver because, you know, vegetables can be expensive, especially not in season. And yeah. And they're not calorically so dense, much. you know, yeah. it's not like mm-hmm. a, I mean, you know, you eat a big pile of greens. Great. But you've got like 20 calories. I mean, is there a liver pill I can take? Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. I take it. Okay. <laughs> I take Sorry. it daily. Yes. I just, and I, but the I think Laura's that... going to recommend eating the actual liver and I'm getting there. I will get there, but I am working on, but the liver pills, if you want to know too, <laughs> people are going to ask, I take one from, um, it's called ancestral something. You know which oh, one that yeah, is, Laura? Yeah. yeah, I think ancestral. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, I'll yeah. look it up and I'll put, and we'll it's, put a note in the show notes. It's funny that you yeah. say liver, Laura, because, um, so I used to produce food television And one of the stories that I really wanted to do was with a chef that was a friend of mine in Phoenix. And he has these two little boys and they're three now, but they're adorable. And so we went to his house because I wanted to see what I found so intriguing about his family and his wife, Lee, listens to the podcast. So hi, Lee. Um, (laughs) What I loved about what he was doing and what she was doing with their family is they were, they actually put all foods on the table, like these kids were going to learn to eat everything. And there was no, like, I never served my kids liver because I never ate liver. And when you think of liver, it's like, oh. And so for the segment that we we did with them is the kids, one of the, one of the sons was five years old and he was actually cooking up the chicken livers. And so we were talking about like, what's a great, how do you send your kids off to school with a great nutrient dense diet and liver was key. And it was amazing. And it's such a cute little story because the other little boy is like three. And so when they're eating the livers, there's like blood running down (laughs) the side of his arm. And we're all like, okay, keep rolling, keep rolling. But, but to, to your point is he, he's, he was mission focused. I'm getting those kids the 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 nutrient dense foods they needed to get through the day. Yeah. This is like like one of our number one jobs as parents that I think we don't know is our job. Well, and I we think know. you know to give people a break too. I always you know I I mean Laura and I were talking about this yesterday as we were having a little pre phone call that. I just give people so much grace when it comes to this stuff because we are told so much stuff through marketing. I mean, Laura, yeah. this is what we just talked about on the phone was. If you, if you were looking at labeling and deciding what's a healthy food, you would think that Sunny Delight 
is a healthy food because it says high in vitamin C. It's like it says all this stuff on the label. And so we are told by like so many different entities that what we're eating is healthy and safe and it's really not. So, okay, Laura, tell us more about like other things that you can, that you should be incorporating. I mean, you say liver is huge. Uh, Maybe quickly, how do you like people to consume liver? Because that's going to be the hurdle for them. Well, that's, I've always just put myself out here. Like if my story can help you, I am here for you. I didn't know how to cook. I mean, the liver like, what are you talking about? Oh, I didn't, I couldn't yeah. even, you know, make chicken. And so what's cool is you can, I think what worries me, if that's the right word, is sometimes people get like liver. Okay, I'm turning, if that's what, what nutrition is, I don't want it. I don't right. need it. But what, what happens is, okay, so just think about the finest chefs. Like I... When I studied, I studied cooking and food and how to prepare cooking, which had nothing to do with nutrition. And liver was always in there. Like it is the most pristine French, you know, pate. Give me some pate. Yeah. So rich. And it is better than ice cream. I mean, I. Or like foie gras, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, these are like your top restaurants in the world will serve these things. So I just personally now get so much enjoyment out of liver. I eat it, you know, a little bit every day that um, there's so it's, there's so many things I want to say, but so (laughs) when, when I, when I changed, when I shifted over to these things, it was gradual, but then, you know, there's a tipping point. And I definitely think that I did damage to my taste with all of the chemical foods, the sugar, like I wasn't able to even recognize what I was eating. Mm-hmm. And now I just have such, it's so pure, I, I crave it. And it tastes so delicious to me, the smells, the the sauce that cooks around it, I dip my other food in that it is such a rich that's the great thing is nature rewards us. So where the nutrients are, that's going to be the most delicious. But I definitely, it wasn't in the beginning, I was just the same, like, oh my God, like, (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know how to unpack this liver, you know? And there's the other like really important thing for me is what kind of liver Mm-hmm. So if it is a uh, industrial liver, I wouldn't eat it. The liver is where everything goes through. So it's either going to be the most nutrient dense or the most or, toxic. Okay. Right. That's most- interesting. So how do you protect yourself in that way? I mean, where would I go to find the best liver? Toxie free. She's going to sell it out of the freezer. <laughs> okay. Then we've got, then we've got to talk about, because I don't know about the store. So you've got to tell me about the store. Yes, no. And I'll no, come to it, Stillwater. Nice I'll segue. Hours. Yes. I'll try 15 hours to get my clean liver. I'm fine with that. Okay. No, I will set you up with some, and that, that is where all of this comes from is because it did take so long to find. And so it's toxie free. For our locals, does I share the farmers that I've developed relationships oh, with? This is great. 
But all of that started from eatwild.com. And it, or maybe it's eatwild.org. One of those. I'll but look it up. If, if you go on there, anywhere in the world will, it'll match you with a farmer who has met these requirements. And I would recommend oh, taking it great. even a step further is regenerative meat. So I was reading early on in a cookbook and in the very back pages, they recommended they were sharing a lot of European grass-fed type um, recipes, and they recommended this amazing online store. So I went there, online store. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like 45 minutes from my house. Oh. It's in Rice Lake, Wisconsin, North Star Bison. They, I have visited her. I'm friends with her now. She has native grass. She raises the bison. Everything stays on her land. She will ship all over the world, even fresh, because there's people who just want, you know, fresh. Yeah, like burger or steaks or whatever. Yeah. I mean, she, so you could go on there right after this and order something that would be, I save all of my money for the nutrient dense liver and bones for bone broth. And I love her bison back ribs. I just can't afford like a whole bison. So I have to like save my money for those things. But I'm like, I want my liver to be from there. She's tested the soil 20 feet deep. I mean, it's so important. And she has said that she has the most nutrient dense food on the planet and it's regenerative meat, which is actually helping our climate reverse Mm -hmm. climate change with carbon. Yep. Yes. And so she, I can't, she, you are in great hands with them. Well, two things (laughs) that are funny about this. I, when I lived in the twin cities, we spent every summer a week at Rice Lake. So it's funny to me that 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 pops up again. But, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful area. And second, um, so you, you, you get your, you get all of your liver from her, right? I do. And then I also, we sell it at Toxy Free. We just, we don't, we're not shipping specialists like she is. Yeah. So I don't ship food to people, but that's where I, I mean, I will drive the food to you to get that nutrients to you. I feel so like passionate about no, it. No, that's the thing if about you're local. With you local, she has to drive to Kansas. She has to have like within reason, Marjorie. Let's yeah. not get crazy. Yeah. But um, so when people come into the store, because the store is now, I haven't been to the store. Katie raves about it. My sister Bitsy, who we call Bitsy, she just she loves it so much. My other sister Jenny has been there too. Is it like a bunch of freezers? Is it like? What, what's happening at the, at the store or coolers or what are people experiencing? So my life has prepared me to be so efficient (laughs) because (laughs) it is okay. So it is just a beautiful small store, just bursting with nature. Everything is natural in it. So people are just like, what have I just walked into? And behind, way in the back, there's just this little freezer, Mm -hmm. just the tiniest freezer. And I was like, if people knew the value of this, you know, square footage in this store, like what's in here? Because I have 
picked out, you know, what is going to give you the most bang for your buck, Mm -hmm. you know, the bone broth, the liver, the, the finding the best components to make those things. And um, so you really don't even see it. A lot of people, you know, if it's busy, will walk through and they won't even know that part. That part, because the other things that are there are like, like products, right? I mean, you have other yes. products and things there. And I know yep. trying to like reduce your plastic. I mean, this is why Marjorie, we're going to have to do another episode of Laura. I don't know what else to tell you. It's just going to have to happen. So, cause we've got so much to cover. So there's other, I mean, when you talk about like clean swaps, I mean, we're mm-hmm. talking about within your refrigerator, within your freezer, you know, with what you're consuming and then also what you're surrounding yourself with. Yeah. You know, uh, the indoor air is more polluted than our outdoor air and we're spending 90% of our time indoors and it's just the accumulation of everything and there's so many hidden toxins in everything that that's what's creating um, so much havoc on our health that we're just completely unaware of Mm -hmm. like have you heard of obesogens right yeah I mean those are so scary what is so obesogens are, um, they're toxins that are blocking our endocrine system from working and they are causing obesity. They're causing weight gain because when your endocrine system can't work. Right. Yeah. And so it, it's like, if you struggle with your weight, it might not even be what you're eating or how you're exercising because it could be a toxin that you've been exposed to or a toxin that you're living with. Because that whole calorie in, calorie out, like it's your responsibility. You should just, you're lazy. You should just move more. It's the biggest line of BS. I mean, and it's just like offensive that that has been, you know, that people have been told that. And it really, in my opinion, then it comes down to then companies can make whatever they want with whatever crap they Mm -hmm. want in it. And if we're blaming the individual always, then they're never held responsible or held to any higher standards and they're allowed to make huge profits. I mean, it's like mind blowing. I mean, there are very real consequences to this. And this is the part that I alluded to in the beginning is when we had moved into a new house and I don't have any proof of this. I don't have any proof that the new cabinets that I had were off-gassing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a huge deal that people don't realize. When you're smelling something, that's not good. It's something. When you're smelling chemicals, you're smelling chemicals. Yeah, and like so the new car smell, Marjorie. The new car smell, if you get, you know, new carpet smell, new, you know, I'm not going to name any manufacturers because there are some <laughs> that are cleaner than others and I don't want to get sued. But I think people do need to be aware that if you're smelling something, that's worth some research. And so when my son was diagnosed with asthma as such a little baby, I mean, there's nothing worse than seeing, I think he was like 15 months and he's taking 60 breaths a minute. That's a child that's having severe trouble breathing and it's mm-hmm. frightening and it's scary. And nobody could tell me why. I mean, this was in 1994. Nobody could tell me why. So I just had to start researching myself. I buy used furniture. I go to really high-end consignment shops and I buy used furniture because I want to make sure that if there's going to be off-gassing, it's already happened. Yeah. And it's just, you, you, if there is, if your child has a health issue, I think it is so smart. And I think this is what you're encouraging, or at least I'm encouraging. Look at what they're eating. Look at what your indoor air quality is. 
Get all of the tests you need to get on your house. Do you have lead paint exposure? I mean, indoor air, all of those things are such a huge deal with particularly small children. But it's really scary when you're going through it and you don't know why your child's so sick. Um, and I think, you know, exchanging those things and knowing where things come from is so important. I think we used to laugh about those smells. It's like, oh, that, you know, that the new car smell, mm. like everybody wanted that. No, you don't. You don't want that. <laughs> I know you could you buy don't. air fresheners that smelled like it to spray in your car. I mean, yeah. isn't that so <laughs> sick? Like, hey, the toxics, toxic stuff is gone. Let's spray some more in there. So Laura, okay. I love that we talked about the nutrient dense foods. And I think the bottom line that we can take from that conversation right now is the liver and the bone broth, finding ways that you can incorporate those into your foods and particularly making sure that that it's coming from regenerative farms, which that's a whole nother episode of the podcast that we need to do. Could you tell me what that means? Because you guys keep using that expression. I don't really know what that means. Laura will tell Mm. us. She knows. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I highly recommend every single person watching Kiss the Ground movie on Netflix. It does such a beautiful job of explaining it. And I am... I, I'm the daughter of a scientist and I'm the most non-scientific the language. <laughs> I'm just going to mess it up. But basically it's um, how the, so I've always thought this intuitively that when they talk about like diet and how meat can be causing climate change, I'm like, I don't think they're talking about animals that are natural. Mm -hmm. And so that's what this is all about. Like we need all the different animals. We need all sorts of different plants in order to take the carbon and put it back in. And it's like actually reversing the climate change by having just getting our soil back to a normal ecosystem. It's incredible. And it really is. Regenerative farming goes so far beyond organic because it is the opposite of a monocrop. It's the opposite of like an industrial CAFO, right? A confined animal Mm -hmm. feeding operation. It is a diverse farm in which the health of the soil is priority number one. And Mm -hmm. the only way that the soil can be healthy is by incorporating plants animals, all of it, right? I mean, you look at just nature in general, there isn't a monocrop in nature. Like even if you look at like grasslands, like, you know, you were just talking about your friend in Rice Lake. If you're talking about her raising bison and you go, oh, well, they're just eating grass. There's probably 15 kinds of grass per foot, right? That are all existing together. And so I love that we're talking about this. Another recommendation that I have for everyone is to Watch the documentary and read the book Sacred Cow by Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. They're amazing and they talk a lot about, um, you know, climate change and, and it gets controversial when you start to like talk about cows and climate change, but their point has been so fascinating. Um, eatwild.com, by the way, that is the website. It's .com and it's like, Yes. All you know, you pull it up and there's a picture of chickens and tomatoes and a cow. I don't oh. know what else. What more do you <laughs> want of life? This is like exactly <laughs> what you want. So that piece is so interesting to me. So Laura, because this is going to be the longest podcast ever, we're going to have to, so um, we'll have to wrap soon and then we're going to have to book you for another episode. But as far as the in-home things, so you talked about like the quality of our home. If someone's just starting to kind of take baby steps into this and going, okay, 
I'm in my nest listening to best to the nest as I do. And I'm looking around and I'm seeing all these different products and things that I use. What do you think in terms of bang for your buck, getting started, swapping out some, some products or items? Where do you like to kind of guide people to start? I, I always say just having an awareness and looking at everything in that lens is going to be life changing. I just like for one example, it was so surprising to me to find out that, um, sheets, wrinkle free sheets actually cause insomnia. So like someone could be blaming themselves for not being able to sleep when it could be the sheets that you're sleeping in, you know, to cause that. So just like, thinking about everything, like maybe even going back thousands of years and saying, okay, you know, I'm a hunter gatherer and I'm, I have to clothe myself mm-hmm. and feed myself. Like, where did this come from in nature? You know, this, whatever I have in front of me, like, how was this made? Um, looking at the label of the materials, um, thinking about things like, you know, like it's so hard to find a plastic free cleaning tool just even for your toilet. And though that plastic in those bristles is shedding and it drops to the floor and our babies and our pets are, you know, inhaling microplastics, which we don't know yeah. how that's affecting us. So it's just like, it's really thinking, you know, like if you're not attached to your certain kind of floss, most floss is nylon and it's coated with Teflon to make it easier to get through. You okay. can just switch to, you want to know what that floss is made of. Toxi-free has an organic silk floss with organic essential oils and candela, candelia, oh yeah, calendula, wax, Calen- yeah. or oh, no, it's a wax. Yes. Can- no, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? It's yes. ca- like canelia or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever. Yes. So, but like we just, um, we have this challenge. It's so fun. It's, um, so people like email in what they found on their label and our regenerative farmer who we love, our vegetable farmer did it. And she sent a picture of her floss and got it at a health food store and it looked so good, you know, not plastic container, all that. But I called the company and sure enough, it's nylon which, you know, that doesn't ever break down. And then it's in our soil, water, air, not to mention in our gums, like just, you know, just really looking at our lives in a, from a different angle, a different lens. How is this product going to enhance my life? How is it going to help me, you know, fly? How is this going to make me strong and, and the the cool thing is when you see toxic free it's all beautiful like you won't even have to worry about that cuz it's just natural and so beautiful so oh my so god tell me this Please tell me that you have a website where I can purchase these things. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Yes. What's your website? It's shoptoxyfree.com and toxies with a Y. And Laura also does, she does, um, you know, classes and you can do like a membership, Marjorie. So I love, I mean, I really love, yes, and we will link up toxyfree.com, shoptoxyfree so you can find Laura. But I love that. It really, because I think when it comes to this stuff, 
it's the items, but it's also like the sharing of knowledge and the community. Because yes. frankly, you know, like Laura, you've got 13 years of research and a lot, I, I know we've got like a lot of moms of young kids who are listening and sometimes are just like, frick, dude, it's I don't, I can't research everything. Like, and guess how much plastic crap is sitting around here? I'm just not I speaking had, for me, for everybody. It's, it's overwhelming. I have this, this, um, mom, she's 35 beautiful and she's just like she loves the shop and we've become friends and she's just like you know I I can't cook because I she was talking I'm like oh have you tried the bone broth bone broth bone broth she's like well I just not (laughs) you know a good cook or whatever and we have a bone broth class she watched it twice she is now making bone broth every week, freezing it, yeah. unfreezing it. You know, she has her whole system. <laughs> yep, she we do said, too. She said that she noticed hair growing right here. Like wow. because of this bone broth with mm-hmm. the bison, North Star bison bones that she uses. And just yesterday she was in and she said, um, you know, my husband's cousin has really been sick and struggling and he's this young guy and so I gave him some bone broth and then he got sick again I'm like okay well you can make it and she was it's so easy and it was just so beautiful to hear her like saying how easy it is when before just a few months ago she's like I could never do this so (laughs) isn't that amazing I have to say to everybody because you all won't have the benefit of of watching this podcast you glow when you talk about bone broth you are glowing and it i swear if i lived in stillwater i would hang out in your store just to not only buy stuff but to absorb the energy and the joy that you just send out and i think that's i mean living well is about sending out that kind of energy and when you feel good you can do that and you're just i mean your face is glowing it's so great it's I need so to buy great. some bones. Yeah, you do. Laura, listen, we could talk to you all day and we've already, this is going to be one of the longest podcasts in best to the nest history because it is, um, it's <laughs> so, so good sorry. and don't be sorry. No, don't we apologize. love it because, um, we're going to have to do, um, we're going to have to do another episode, but I think, um, this is so empowering and it's so wonderful for me. You know, this is something I think it's not a secret. If you listen to the podcast that this is all these issues yeah. are things that I'm really passionate about <laughs> and that I like spend my whole free time researching. I joke that wellness is my hobby. That's like all I do in my spare time. And, um, but you are really connecting people to things that are very important. And, um, particularly your praise of farmers is just makes my heart sing because I say nobody works harder than a farmer. And, um, and particularly those farmers that are being so thoughtful about our soil and our earth and our climate and looking at it, um, in terms of animals and wellness and all of that being so important and interconnected and getting back to, uh, some of the basics that are just so important. I'm just, I'm grateful for people like you. I'm also grateful for surgeons who slice you open and hook you up with some <laughs> yes. nice, uh, plates and screws. And we need both of those things yes. in this world totally. in order to survive. So Laura, you're a joy. We will, um, again, link up shop toxic free in our show notes so that you can go see more about Laura and then 
visit her at her store in Stillwater and you'll probably run into my sister Bitsy. Say, hey, Bits, hey. what you buying? <laughs> Laura, it's wonderful to meet you. Just wonderful to meet you. This really Thank you for all that you're privilege. doing for everybody. Oh, we're happy to have you. you. Well, listen, if you're enjoying this podcast and if you made it this far, you probably are enjoying it. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and uh, give us a review at Apple Podcasts. They make a big difference. It really is helpful. Thank you. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.